he could tell like cars yeah, yeah. like, hey there's this movie coming out and they got a charger man lifting the front end oh, it should be a good movie and i was Shit. like i'll go see it one time in the supra we got pulled over three times in 10 minutes in a city that had three on duty cops it had 210,000 miles smelt like straight black ice dude like high schooler <laughs> air freshener black ice from autozone it's still good man it's clean title clean as far as the government knows yeah <laughs> Dude, Chelsea, bro. He, <laughs> Chelsea, you're a f***ing savage for that. I will give you that. Gotta stay fresh like a brand new whip. That new smell. Switching it up. Two-step. They try to text. Leave my... Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Before we get into the podcast, I want to let you guys know that this one was about two hours and 15 minutes long fully. So if you want to see the entire full length podcast, I'm going to leave you guys one week free subscription on Patreon so that you can actually go watch it completely for free. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to not only my channel, but Bridge Moto's channel and their Instagram, which I will leave in the description so that you can get entered into the Bridge Moto giveaway before it ends at the end of the month. Now that's all I got for you guys. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and this is I'm Michael Elsie. You, you can call call me Elsia. Elsia. Yeah. I was gonna ask you about that because <laughs> actually the first time I ever heard your name, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> I thought it was the pro driver, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I still get tagged in his post all the time. And he'll get <laughs> like he'll get tagged in mine, and I'm like, "Hey, man, this one's for you." And he's like, uh, "Wrong we, person, sorry, buddy." <laughs> yeah, it's it it happens, but you know, it's okay. I'm okay to be you know mixed up with that. I'm so still my own person. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. But I definitely had to ditch the BMWs when that was happening too much. I was like, "We can't be in the same chassis, dude." So, yeah, <laughs> got to make some type of switch up. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, first, uh, before we get into the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. So check below the video if that button is still red. Go ahead and click it and hit the bell notification so you are updated when every episode comes out, uh, along with the vlogs and stuff like that. Uh, but as you can tell, we got some brand new merch. So grab that while you can. It won't last long. Um, it's actually, a majority of it is embroidered. So we went and stepped it up a little bit. But uh yeah if you want to support grab the merch link is in the description but i will let you kind of introduce yourself a little bit yeah man my name's michael elsie and uh i like drifting a lot way too much and uh really enjoy it and i love talking about it so here i am naturally Why not? <laughs> if you don't know on his channel he actually does kind of some of these podcasts uh himself it's um Talking shop. Talking God, shop. I just asked you too, and I fucking forgot. <laughs> I'm due for another one soon, uh, but you know they take a lot of time. Yeah, and, uh, that is very yeah. true. I'm gonna do one again soon. I'm itching to do one. Uh, have a couple people I want to have on, dude. Trying to get Ken on, man, but he doesn't like talking about himself. Yeah, and what he's doing. You know, he's he's very humble, which is what I love about him. But you know, 
I want I want people to hear his story. I really do. He he'll share. Ken's with a very interesting dude. Man. He is, and he'll share his story with you at the track and stuff. But I'd like for him to you know just tell a story. Why not? It'd Open be, up it, on the internet, man. That's, yeah, just dude. be cool. You know, he, he's it'll do a lot for the track. I think. Oh yeah, honestly. and just hearing his like background and what got him started, and just hearing the stories of back in the day. You know, it's just it's it's really special to hear his story. So yeah, hell yeah. Well, cool. Uh, well, tell me about what was like your initial upbringing into cars, because everyone's got their own story, man. Everyone's got their yeah, uniqueness to it. Definitely. So. I'll try to just hit on a few cliff notes because there's <laughs> so much. I'm sure you could take the whole podcast explaining that question. I, absolutely. I very <laughs> well could. But just to hit the cliff notes, um, you know, I watched a lot of uh, X Games growing up. X Games were super fun to watch for me and uh hell yeah always wanted a dirt bike my parents wanted to buy me one they finally got me a go-kart so i would go mow the lawn and mow a track into the backyard and <laughs> destroy it it was amazing <laughs> and uh later initial d came out we would go to the mall and play the game and then that's when all the option videos came out i was in middle school this guy We'd sit on the back of the bus, and this guy who did autocross had a white FCR X7. Sick. Even back then, it was already missing chunks of the paint, you know? As they should. <laughs> and uh, so we thought it was an S13. So we'd write on paper, oh, cool no. S13, and put it on the back window. And like he would never look up, and I'm like, glad he didn't. And then like four or five years later, I'm at autocross and I saw him there and I was like, I'm not going to tell him that. that yeah, just me. don't even bring it up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> completely embarrassed. Or uh, but yeah, man, like middle school, I I mean, the cars, the import car world was booming. My friend's dad bought a brand new IS 300 and turboed it and it was the coolest thing ever. I love those cars, man. I'm a big sedan guy. So yeah, it was I love cool. those. And like he had to send it to New York back then. And uh, I actually Damn. ended up buying that car from him like last year, and now my other friend bought it from me and rips in it. And this dude has like a hundred thousand miles on his cream puff. Fuck it's beautiful, man. beautiful car. Like all yeah. the buttons, none of the buttons are worn out. It's great. But anyways, uh, <laughs> again, I can spend the whole talk. I'll, I'll try to keep moving. So, no, you're good, brother. Yeah, man. Initial D and stuff, and my friends and their dads. Um, Growing up in Alabama as a car guy, interesting. So, like, uh, my other friend's dad, we started working construction when I was, like, 13 for his dad. Mm -hmm. uh, that was my first job, picking up trash. I hear that. Uh, yeah, like... I did construction work myself. Okay, so, yeah. So I framed houses for about two years, two or three years. You know the struggle. And I'm sure it gets as hot here as it does down there, so... Oh, yeah. It's more humid than anything. Yeah, that's, the, that's the worst part, but... Oh, so, yeah, man. We, uh... His dad had so many muscle cars, like, 70 Camaro Z28, Rally Sport, still has it. Uh, 70 Chevelle SS 454, Volkswagen Bug. We got two <laughs> Bugs, and those are, like, just yeah. the coolest little cars to me. He'd buy... E not everything, but most of his cars, he'd buy them just... Fully frame off Restro, just self-taught, self-made Southern man, gentleman, like self-made guy. Built this whole construction company, had a, his own shop, paint booths, lifts. Mm -hmm. So that's like, we'd go over there. Every time I go, we just like look at the cars, sit in the cars, and it was so cool. Travel around to Super Chevy shows, to Memphis, Commerce, Georgia, Montgomery, 
just go to swap meets, look around at parts. Like I remember buying a Sawzall back then the and fuck? I still have it. It still works, you know? And I was like <laughs> a kid, I was like, Hey, is this a good deal? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I grew up like a lot of muscle cars and a lot of Japanese cars and we didn't have much drifting. So I did a lot of autocross younger in my okay. younger ages. And my first car was a 78 Camaro Z28. Oh, it, shit. Your first car. First car. So I work construction. And then Big my baller. Yeah. <laughs> well, I worked construction for like two years for him. Five bucks an hour. And we were balling no back then. Because the there were like two other guys who were working at our age. And they could only do paper route. Oh, and we were making okay, yeah. way more than them at five bucks an hour. So I was like, dude, this is great. Like, no one's working yet. We got a head start. And then my neighbor owned a car wash. And when I applied, he's like, hey, you're not old enough to work here, but you're my neighbor. Like, just come on over. Just we'll squeeze you through the cracks. He's like, don't <laughs> tell anyone how old you are. Because we had to drive the cars, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I got to work there for a while. And I managed to come up with enough money. I think my dad had to spot me like 500 bucks. Oh, that's... I'll pay you back. That's tight, though. I'll pay you back one day, Pops. One day. <laughs> Wait, I don't... I never paid him back. I forgot about that. Let me, I, hey, by the way. <laughs> I never paid him back, but I've fixed his cars over the years and maintained them enough times. Ah, there you go. To where I think I've, I've paid for myself now. And I mowed the lawn a lot, you know. Whatever. Ah, he's fine. So, yeah, man, I bought that car at the Pigeon Forge Rod Run. Uh, oh, shit. My friend okay. Zach Gossett that I worked with did the construction for his dad. Dude, buying cars when you don't know anything is so hard. I looked at so many cars, a 70 that. Nova, and it was frustrating. He Every car was junk. He's <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, man, this car is beautiful. It's in my price range. He's like, it's junk. And I'm like, you didn't even look at it. And he goes, look at the court. And looking back, dude, the quarters were bubbling from the rust under them. And he's just <laughs> like, dude, you don't know. Don't and I was like, can it. we fix don't it? Do it? I was like, we can put a cord on. I've seen you do it. And he's like, dude, it's a lot more work than you think. Yeah. And like now that I'm older and like do quarters myself, I'm like, yeah, like some 15 yeah, year old kid. I'm glad you stopped do. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, dude, like getting that solid car and finding the right car, we jetted up there, bought the car on the drive down, stopped in Chattanooga, spent the night with my grandmother at her house, showed her my car. That was so special to me. And the car made it home. Later, we did a five-speed manual in it, a T5. Oh, shit. Everyone said, oh, that transmission's going to break. Never broke. Drove to <laughs> Panama City Beach like three times for like senior trip and stuff. Damn. Every five seconds, do a burnout, do a burnout. <laughs> so every now and then, I do a burnout. You know? <laughs> but oh, uh, Peer pressure's a bitch. <laughs> I, dude, yeah. But it was fun, too. Like that young man, we yeah. go do burn. We go to dead-end roads and do burnouts all the time. But yeah, man, this is back in the... Uh, this is when I met Kevin White. Kevin? Cheers to you, buddy. Shout out, Kevin White, bro. I got you. <laughs> I can't remember what. I think it was like episode 47, 46. No, this is 49. It must have been like 45. It's, yeah. I'll put it up on screen. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's great. But I met Kevin back then. Like I was in early high school. We met through like the drift forms back then. But yeah, so the Camaro, the Camaro got a manual, it got QA1 coilovers, like Willwood front brakes. So it was like Pro Touring. That's when Pro Touring was really rising. But mm. I was so young, but I was on like, there were a couple Pro Touring boards. And um, yeah, so I had the Camaro and then uh, Jay at Solvent Division, who's helped me out a lot since I was in high school and we're still boys today. 
I bought my first S13 from him for $200 in, I don't know, 2000. You just heard a lot of people's feelings. I know, man. But the quarter glass is <laughs> busted out. There's like 20 beer cans in it. That took, you know, forever to clean out. And uh, yeah, you know. But. I'm sure back in that, that was when aluminum was a big, big oh, yeah, deal, though. Dude, you could trade yeah, all that shit in, get some in, cash, you know, scrap it, and buy another, you know. But yeah, I bought it with the cylinder head off. And dude, I was in high school. And then uh, Boozer built uh daniel westbrooks good friend of mine as well all these guys went to vc tech they're all older than me there's a car college and oh, okay, yeah. people came from like puerto rico like all over and jay's from hawaii he came from hawaii so i met p- car guys from all over the world and you know how it was in uh 2006 or 7 yeah there's no facebook like it was hard to get information so then boom we have this car college in the city i lived in and grew up in and like all these guys and friends from my high school I worked with. So we all met each other. And yeah. dude, from there on, it was just like, like just learning. And like all of them were older than me and knew way more than me. So yep. like, just had a bunch of mentors. Oh, yeah. Here. And I was Camaro Mike. So Camaro. <laughs> anyone who calls me Camaro oh, Mike, shit. I know you knew me back in the day. I was at this That's like crazy hole in the wall pizza place like four years ago. And this dude looks at me and goes, Camaro Mike. And I was like, I don't know you, man, but I know you know me. His name, and <laughs> I don't I was know like, how the fuck you know that name, but I know, dude. And I was let's like, let's talk. <laughs> I was like, I remember you. And I was like, dude, I haven't heard that. Because I had a 94 Z28 as well with the LT1 engine, which Hell was yeah. an awesome car, dude. I loved, I missed that car. I put yeah. the OptiSpark distributor in and it was fine. Ever Why'd since you get then. rid of it? Uh, my buddy, uh, Nick Brown, wanted it. And... I was like, dude, I'll hook you up with it. My parents, are you sure you want to sell it? I'm like, yeah, it's Nick. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, one night at 3 a.m. in his apartment complex parking lot, <laughs> he totaled it in his parking lot. Oh, He shit. was doing a burnout. Dude, those LT1s are burnout machines, dude. Yeah. And he hit a parked car. Alarm goes off. The horn goes off on the Camaro and wouldn't go off. He went and ripped the wires out. Oh, Everyone can. Sorry, Nick, for telling this story. <laughs> Love you, bro. I haven't seen you in a minute. Gotcha, like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're doing good, man. Like, I miss you, dude. But yeah, that story is epic. Um, but yeah, so that car, I sold it. My sister drove it a while. It was cool. And um, fun fact, my mom would even drive that car sometimes. She was like a special needs aide at an elementary school. Oh, okay. And uh, like, I would take the passenger seat out of my 78 Camaro to go to the drag strip and do a few rips, you know, to make it faster. And like, she Tiny was like, a little bit of weight reduction. Dude, one time, I didn't even like, I put trans, new Trans Am seats in it. She was driving it to work one day and I didn't have them bolted in all the way in. Oh, I'm like, dude, look at back. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. I just told her, I was like, mom, I'm sorry. Like, I've already r- rambled so far off subject, but yeah, nah, dude, you're good. I've just had influences. Being in Birmingham, Alabama, surprisingly, like on the rise of the internet, I had a very diverse background, really, with like cars and people That's good, though. that you would not expect out of Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. And it was really cool, dude. I really enjoyed growing up there and just being close to Atlanta, Nashville, you know, Florida, all that, just being right there in the center. It seems to be yeah. like a very prime location to hit all of the major events around here in the South. You know, I actually, I meant... Everything you've seen on the movies is true. It's horrible. Don't ever move there. The track. I mean, dude, it's just we don't have power. Like I run my YouTube off a generator. 
What? No, I'm kidding, dude. I was about to say, don't, don't. I'm, not, I'm trying not to turn it into Atlanta, you know, like, but no, That's Alabama's fair. great. Fair. So I just had a lot of, a lot of influences growing up from all over the place, dude. And this guy had a shop, Munich Sport, when I was mm. a kid. E36M3s were like new when I was a little kid. And he yeah. had like a Dakar yellow one sitting out, a, a Techno Violet E36. And we drive by and I'm like, dude, those cars are beautiful. And I was like a little kid, you know, just hot wheels. Yeah, I remember when I was 14, 15, drooling over BMWs, mainly the E46s. Yeah, yeah. Those came out a little later after that. But my childhood was just heavily influenced by cars and, uh, you know, gone in 60 seconds. And then I went when I was pretty young and got uh, the original Gone in 60 seconds, which most people don't know. Nicolas Cage was the second movie. Yeah. So the first movie was a great movie. You need to watch it. It's it's you know it's very old now but it's entertaining it's it's, it's a still good a good one. movie <laughs> but man like just the characters and the, like just how authentic everyone and everything was before corporate america took over everything it was so God, cool to see like it. real cars like in the 70s and 80s and all that so um smoking the bandit of course you know we're about Damn, that. we're getting nostalgic here man i know Fuck. man <laughs> so like just that movie alone and uh, of course, the original Fast and the Furious. I remember, like, at my house, and this guy, uh, like, came over. He had like a '95 Chevy truck with like some crazy. I think it was when Nitto. It might have been on Nitto tires, and they had this line in them. And I'm like, hey, what, what are those? And you know, he could tell like cars. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, there's this movie coming out, and they got a, a Charger man lifting the front end of it. It should be a good movie. And I was Shit. like, I'll go see it, and I did. And I was Hooked. See, I'm 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 too young to understand that. I barely like the remember. feeling of what it was like when it came out, which sucks, but epic. Dude, yeah. I remember I'm showing sure. one of my friends came into town that like moved away and came back, dude. Again, I didn't even have a license. <laughs> it was like a summertime. My birthday's in the middle of summer, which is amazing. And we went to <laughs> Blockbuster to rent the first Fast and Furious and watch it. My parents are like, Are you sure you want to rent it? And I'm like, Yeah, and they're like, well, you might have a birthday present that, you know, you wouldn't need to rent it. And I was like, I want to rent it. Yeah. And then the next day, they're like, here you go. You're, you know, you're, Here's you know. your DVD. Yeah. <laughs> you no, don't even need to a, rent it. It's a VHS. Oh, uh, well, yeah, sorry. God, dude. Damn. I'm, I know. I'm 34. I'm so fucking young. I'm what not that old, but like I am. It is. I'm 10 years younger than you. What? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I, when I, was I, have an, age, I, I swear to God, I have an old soul, though. I, I grew up very militant like because my, yeah. I, got a, I come from a military family. Oh, yeah. I was grown up on classic rock. Like, yeah. I do get military family. That's why everything's so, like, organized and in its place here. There's, like, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. That's a good thing, in my opinion. I like neat and organized. Yeah, I can't. I'm uh, not always that way. I won't be able to function without it. I'll oh, say I that. understand, dude. I swear to God, sometimes I have ADHD, but I refuse to go to the doctor for it. Don't care. I think you're fine, dude. Like, <laughs> it's not like it's a bad thing. If your worst trait is you like to be organized, that's a good trait to have, man. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, I like it, dude. So explain how you kind of came from just being into cars to wanting to do drifting and pursuing that. So one of those guys that Anthony Cavanis, guy I went to high school with. Okay. He was a grade above me. I started working at the car wash. He worked there. He had a Mark III Supra, silver, Ah, this is chicks, where the super stuff. Chicks always thought it was a DeLorean. Like, we'd pull up somewhere. <laughs> what and he'd the like, fuck? He'd be like, yeah, I got Supra. And they're like, is that a DeLorean? And he's like, no. <laughs> it's so funny, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, 
a Mark III Super. No, back Mark. to the future, baby. Yeah, let's go. But uh, yeah, so I hung out with him. Like, I don't know. I was like, yeah, he was so standoffish. He's like, what are you doing here, you meathead muscle yeah, car guy? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude. Oh, this is what happened. There's this apartment complex, and there were two S13s sitting out. Both of them were 500 bucks. One hatch, one coupe. Coupe, baby. I was looking at the hatch. I was a hatch guy at the time. Ah. Roll up, looking <laughs> at it. Dude comes out. Looked like you. What? Yeah, he looked like you. He came out, and he's like, yo, what's up, dude? And I'm like, looking at this 13. He's like, yeah, it needs to be painted, and that coupe over there needs a head gasket. Look over. It's Anthony. And I'm like, I'll work with that guy. <laughs> and I like, test drove it. Of course, his paint was faded, whatever. But it ran and drove, clean tile, whatever. And I was Hell like, yeah. I should get this. You know, I don't even remember how old I was, 16, 17. I don't know. Couldn't really afford it, but it's 500 bucks, you know? Yeah. That was a lot of money back then, dude. <laughs> Things worth probably five grand now. No, that was inflations ago. But um, so then like the next day, he came up to me and was like, hey, man, you getting that 240? And I was like... I don't think so, man. Single cam, you know, is like cool, but it's kind of slow. Like, but you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It needs paint. I don't really paint. Whatever. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I want that coupe. I probably have to swap it or something. Blah blah blah. Then all we became friends. Started hanging out with all the VC tech guys because that's who he hung out with. And um, went to his house. We'd hang out. We started watching um, option videos, and that was it, man. Shit. option we go we option get on is his, what the trigger was <laughs> we get on his pc big screen like yeah, the back yeah. of the screens that one we get on his pc and watch option videos and i'm like dude these cars are loud visually loud most mm. importantly and i'm like they're turbo i was like dude that's so foreign and then he had a mark three non-turbo we take it to the drag strip zach 66 nova then my camaro so like Talk, dude, we'd show up. I had HID headlights in it, and we'd show up to the track, and everyone would come up and be like, hey, man, where'd you get them purple headlights? <laughs> and I'm like, internet. And they're like, what's the internet? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, that's... Do your research. <laughs> I don't know I'm so thankful to grow up when I did, because I got to see both sides of the world. Like, dude, we... like, Yeah. I hate huge. my generation, man. I fucking hate it. I hang out with everyone older. Really? Always have. You're an old soul, man. I can feel it on you. Like you come off as like a 30 year old. That's a good thing too. Like I'm not saying you're old, but yeah. (laughs) Dude, I just remember my friend uh in my neighborhood, his uh he was uh I guess they were well off. Yeah. They had a brand new PlayStation and uh Need for Speed Hot Pursuit came out and that was a huge influence for me. Dude, you're pulling all this stuff out of me, man. I forgot about this. That's the point of it. Yeah, like the whole Let's drive the up, I was in the gummy and just like pulling out like memories. And I'm like, whoa. But dude, <laughs> I remember firing up the PlayStation 1 and like just like Lamborghini cop car chasing a Lamborghini. And I'm like, dude, this is the coolest thing. This is the life. I've just been in like this. <laughs> every car. I have, I have no brand. What do you call it when you're loyal? Brand loyalty. Brand loyalty. Okay. I have yeah. zero brand loyalty because i love so many of them mm-hmm. i mean you can look at my small collection that's how i am man i like which i love nissans i yeah. would probably say the best right but dude you, you really can't beat a toyota dude they're so good can't beat it i mean dude you got you have an fc and you have a z so like most people don't like 
you know, my buddy Schroeder, he's like just that Nissan. That doesn't normally mix. <laughs> no, it doesn't. He's like just Nissan. And then he just bought that IS from me, you know. So yeah. he's branching out and he's like, man, this is kind of good, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I kind of want to put this JZ over in the 350Z. And I'm like, dude, just leave it alone. But I almost went that route, man. I almost did a 1J, which is technically my favorite motor. They're great. They're heavy, but, but they're they're great engines. Yeah. Man. They really are. Um, But yeah, dude, like, I love cars, dude. They're fun. Like oh, I just yeah. had all these influences throughout time and from the beginning. And uh yeah, I could just go on and on and on about everything that influenced me and it's already been like five hours. So, you know. <laughs> but, so what was uh, your first drift car then? Uh my seventy eight Camaro. That was Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I would drift it. Um back then you could go to parking lots and they would just run you off. Um and get out of here yeah man and like uh we washed all the policemen's cars at our car wash so they would show us a little bit of grace but on the flip side they would screw with us more than anyone in the city dude oh, like, i'm sure one night we're in that camaro is me and my buddy richard and i was like 16 dude 94 z28 you know i yeah, got that yeah. later but we're driving and i'm like oh crap here comes a cop dude we got pulled over every one time in the supra we got pulled over three times in 10 minutes in a city oh, that had three on fuck. duty cops we got pulled over by every cop on duty <laughs> in like 10 minutes where are you got to be kidding me we're pulling into zach's house the one with the lifts and stuff and the paint yeah, yeah. pulling in cop pulls up behind us hey man what are y'all doing we're like we're going to this house why aren't you pulling the driveway? driving down the road what do you mean <laughs> why are you pulling the driveway car's too low and there's bump to get over the gate and he goes yeah use your eyes oh, buddy okay that car had silk road coilovers on it on that mark oh, three wow. supra silk roads those are the jam back then i did see a set of used ones put it in the there. comments if you've ever even heard of that silk road <laughs> but yeah dude that thing was banging he blew it up and put a uh, 1j in it from Jarco, put that if you've heard of Jarco from North Carolina, maybe or that Virginia, sounds right. I I'm not 100 percent sure, but they had they brought front cuts over. They he had a front cut out of a Mark III straight out of Japan. There was a S13 SR front cut, and there were two turbo diesel Toyota SUV front cuts. Which I guess what would that have been a forerunner over there, a Highland or a Land Cruiser over there? No idea. Hilux? I don't know. But we're like, what are those? And he's like, those are turbo diesel Toyota engines. And we're like, what do you probably? Do with I would those? I would probably say a Hilux. That would be my I guess. Hilux. I don't. But... I should know this better. I just I don't know. If we're wrong, let us know. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I dude. Don't know I'll tell you. I, sorry. I got an FJ80, but I don't know. that's all I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's a sweet truck, but. Yeah, and we were like, he's like, dude, people over here love these things. And uh, yeah, man, just having his front cut and going through it and finding yen under the carpet and stuff, that was the coolest thing. But yeah, him and his dad swapped it, and uh, that engine's still around today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ended Damn. up. Well, good. tell me real quick, what's the what's the craziest story you've got as far as car car related? Almost killed my brother-in-law one time. God damn. All right. How you want to explain? Let's run through that, real quick. dude. So I glad we're past fifteen seconds. I'll this, say that this dude had like he was in. It was called Ale Drift back in the day. We had like a little message board. Yeah, way I, back. Then. I think I've heard of that before. Really, uh, this uh, local guy David like tried to bring it back a few times, and it's like cool to see the name. Like he'll make a. I think there's an Instagram page with it, but 
uh the dude who started it um he just does like mountain biking stuff now and he did like harley stuff but anyways yeah yeah. uh bro what were we talking about (laughs) craziest like car related story all right you're good this dude from zilvia i was at ua i went to college at uab uh i got my degree in finance minor in accounting i wanted to learn business because everyone always said if you want to get into motorsports you learn business how to run a business all that because you know you're taking marketing classes uh law classes you know legal mm-hmm. um astronomy i did dude i went deep in astronomy bro that's yeah a, we'll we'll save that for off camera because we'll I, ca- I, I could go deep on that too i'm but, very interested in weird dude, shit so interesting just go look up in the sky one night if you're feeling lonely it's, dude in like crazy i'll yeah well, well yeah <laughs> anyways went to uab blah 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 reconnected with this guy from zilvia he had a kooky and i was like dude that's cool you got that kooky whatever 97 244 lug uh he's like hey man you want to buy it and i was like sure uh 3700 bucks clean title 97 base model i think it was a slick top no way yep we did a five lug swap on it and i put 19s uh off a g35 with the raised 19 yeah yeah i know what you're talking about they didn't look right i didn't have the car low enough trait i've always thought those wheels look goofy anyways they look goofy on it for some reason great wheels though but bought that car i was on zilvia a dude had an rb26 s13 with a skyline rb the world baby and rear conversion it looked just like an r32 minus the quarter glass Oh, wow. So I was working as a diesel tech at the time. I started doing that in high school. Okay. Dude. So I uh, used his truck, and then I was also working part-time at a hot rod shop and used his trailer, trailered it down because he's like, dude, the car like won't make that drive. And I was like, okay, go down there, check it out. Uh, this is a long time ago, but it had like a 20 trans in it, whatever. He's like, dude, it needs ball joints. Like, don't drive it. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I need to test drive it. And he's like, dude, good, uh, good luck. And I was like, yeah, okay. yeah. So I drove it, and dude, the thing was like shaking like crazy. And it probably made like 500 wheel, mm-hmm. had like 70 trim turbo, RB26 S13, dude. It's freaking great. Shit. <laughs> so, like, my brother in law, I get it home. My brother in law comes over. I was like, dude, you got to ride in this thing. Like, yeah. That car was amazing. Boost, dude, the lag was insane. You floor it, and like 10 minutes later, you're in the back seat. Like, and it, it had, <laughs> dude, it had like leather Z32 seats. So you would slide up yeah. the seat. <laughs> it's like, like those, uh, the, um, the fair, uh, thing that spins yeah. really fast. And it goes, you slide up. Yeah. Dude, that was us. And like, they were leaned back and they're electric and they didn't have them wired in, of course. So I was like, dude, like, you know. <laughs> so we get on like the highway and, He's like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, this feels weird. And I was like, dude, it's so fast, though. Don't worry about that. And the guy in the car next to us was looking at us like this. And I was like, I don't know what he's looking at. Yeah. Dude, I did a pull in it, like third gear pull. And there's like a bridge, like down in a railroad tracks, not even water. <laughs> and like, it was like, like, dude, about to rip the <laughs> steering wheel out of my hand. And oh, I'm sure. He was about to just have a heart attack. We pull off the road mm. and the tire comes off. Like the whole wheel and tire come off. He had slim lug nuts on like DSM wheels. Oh no. It slid over the lug nuts and off the car. I was like, dude, if that had happened like, you know, 10 seconds Jesus. ago, we could have gone off that ravine and we would have both been toast. Oh dude, I don't even think God, it had seat belts. Man. I think it had lap belts and that was it. 
That's sketchy as fuck, dude. So fuck that. I parted that car out and put that motor in a clean zinky. So yeah, there you go. Say it was a sweeper boy, <laughs> and then I traded it for an FDR seven. Hell yeah! Well, tell me, tell me a little bit more about the VQ cars because I know you had the Z and what G thirty five, right? Yeah, man. So I guess uh, twenty sixteen is when I started getting serious about drifting. Um, I got a four-door E46, and me and Jay were living in one big house separated into five units, and they all had two-car garages under them. Crazy. And then uh, Matt Schroeder lived in one of them. He ran KMS and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He came up with them like Hooman was starting and stuff. So this was like mm -hmm. a while back. He had an SR car. Jay always had SR cars and Jay-Z cars. So bought the E46. My buddy's like, dude, I want that E46. So I traded it for his two-door g35 six-speed okay. brembo car um Sick. you know it's kind of rough but i got it welded the diff pbm angle kit went and did a uh, little taldega um different little taldega uh taldega grand yeah, i was about to say that's in, <laughs> it wasn't around no it wasn't uh, <laughs> it's a road course um but drifted it and went to like import alliance in atlanta and i was like dude this is okay. something yeah and i remember like uh greg Bussell coming up and he's like dude this thing's stocking and i was like stock airbox and he was like leave it that way let's go yeah because you know? dude the car was like shredding you know dude I that like, i tell great. everyone that for vqs man dude. don't put a catch can on it don't put shit on that motherfucker yeah. just work on the suspension that's it had two hundred ten thousand miles smelt like straight black ice dude like high score <laughs> air freshener black ice from autozone the uh, best air freshener ever smelt yep. great in the car it had a welded diff and we put the pbm angle kit on it uh and dude it was a ripper do you like the pbm Oh, I loved it, dude. Really? Dude, just the I've lower... I've heard so many issues with PBM, especially I, on Zs. I don't know. So just the lowers, I think, are like 900 bucks. It's the radius arm oh. and then the lower control arm. 900 bucks. Uh, I want to say... It's just, yeah, it's FDF, factory knuckle. baby. Grab it. I, I know. <laughs> Link in the description. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Buy FDF. But the PBM was great, dude. Like, I yeah. didn't have the knuckle the upper arm nothing stock upper arms all stock rear arms did freaking great dude hell yeah yeah that's so cool i pulled those parts off and sold that car and uh i bought a the boy 350z which is i guess when people started uh probably seeing who i am because that's when i really started traveling mm -hmm. to go to drift events and meeting people and doing better with drifting in general so put the pbms on it uh bought brand new fuel coilovers for it uh thank right. you Odie. gave me a little bit of discount back then which was nice oh, um yeah. so that's when i became a believer in like really good coilovers but so the z was uh bought it not running i'm a very lucky guy i know that yeah i really i really know that but i bought it like not running like beautiful car the paint was beautiful full interior everything uh, he said it was like locked up or whatever. I went home and put a battery terminal on it and fired it up, drove it around. <laughs> no fucking dude, way, that's happened dude. so many times. Oh my god, uh, I wish, dude. How just, much you pay for it? Like twenty five hundred bucks, maybe. Wow. And this Alabama car, we're spoiled in Alabama. Everything's. You look up under any Alabama car, like Gummy's truck has three hundred sixty thousand yeah. miles, and you look under and it looks like it has fifty thousand. Yeah. You know, it's like we're spoiled yeah. in alabama 
it's not a huge problem here normally, yeah. uh, but if you go up in like Kentucky or a little bit further, right. you, you got to be a little bit more cautious. Every time say. someone goes to like Final Belt, they come back and they're like, dude, those cars are all so rusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I've heard dude, those like, stories. The best car up there, I want to touch with a 10 foot pole, dude. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, dude, they're just rough up there. <laughs> but I get it, man. There's nothing you can do about it just besides not driving it like half yeah. the year, you know, and that sucks. But we're spoiled, man. But yeah, dude, I bought a, a E46 from Justin Hart at Hard Parts. Um, I think he cruised for Adam Napic, if I'm saying that right. Uh, that's, he hates me. Yeah. He put every part on this E46. It was a 330, four-door, five-speed. Every part. <laughs> Bought it from him. He's like, dude, just come get it. I think it was like two grand or a thousand bucks. I yeah. unplugged the DME for whatever reason just to look at it, and I plugged it back in and it fired right up. What the fuck? He was so mad. I was like, dude, I, 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 I'm oh lucky. Dude. God. Like, dude, so, dude, when I tell people I'm lucky, oh, they're like, hey, man, like, there's preparation, <laughs> there's this, there's that. And I'm like, in timing, I'm like, dude, there is, but there's a lot of luck involved. Like maybe you need to go turn the key on my FC. Maybe that's hey, what I dude, need. I'll get it up, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a rotary guy. I love rotaries. I love everything, man. Yeah, but um, I don't know fucking shit about them. Yeah. but I'm gonna figure it out. I'll tell you my VQ stuff though. So like the the we had the Z, and then um, so my buddy Chris Ward at Top Garage did the cage in it. It was the first time he did a cage for me and um he does some pretty good work mm -hmm. I've seen oh yeah some of his work for sure so dude that 350z i gutted it like no ac took the rack out of the rear before he did the roll cage and did a uh flash tune from z1 it is a up rev tune yeah and like second gear in a z if you don't know this doesn't let you go 100 percent full throttle apparently yep until you tune it because it's like a traction safety thing i guess um dude that alone 350z angle good coils i had a hydro in it was so fun just navq i have like some of my oldest videos on my youtube it's just ripping around mid pond this is the perfect mid pond car oh yeah and then uh had moth wheels come on in i believe 16 or 17 and we did the Greddy twin turbo kit on it and that's when it got wild we we're having fuel issues and um it you just have to run a full tank of fuel on that thing Dude, see, that's a funny thing because a lot of people that had Zs around me had to do that. Yeah. I would literally run mine until fucking E. No. Never had a fuel slosh issue, nothing. I never did I until don't it was turbo. I understand it. I'd run it on E too. And then when we put oh, a big okay. pump in okay. it, it was over. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and one of my buddies was and like, the fact that they're not return, they don't have a return line, that really confuses oh, me. Yeah, like the deadhead. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so like, stupid to me. I remember just going through issues. My buddy was like, dude. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not calling you stupid, but just, and he's a rotary guy, he's an FD guy, uh, ARC 7 FD. Arc yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, just put more fuel on it. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, when you hit boost, like it cuts out. I was like, yeah. And then he's like, I'm telling you, because I guess the car goes faster and all the fuel goes to the back of the tank. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it, like I lost so many battles because I'd throw it in a turn and it just shut off. And I'm like, <laughs> idiot man if back then like i knew like fill it up all the way and leave it full you know which oh, the yeah. first drive out so my supra the first drive in it was at clutch kickers with taylor hole behind me and i'm like <laughs> hey dude just take it easy i've never driven this car before my yeah, first time yeah. to ever drive it was at a competition 
Anyway, we're going. I'm like, oh, dude, this is freaking good, right? Car shuts off, and he's boom, hits me square in the rear. <laughs> bumper comes oh, off, brand new BN Sports rear bumper. Just a little oh, scratch man. on it. And I was like, dude, that was the best anyone's ever hit me before. Yeah. If you could do that every time, we're good. His car went messed up. It was hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> always, always, always full tank of fuel, man. Yeah. Oh, I hear that. Uh, but yeah, other than the fueling issues, man, the VQ is great. Uh, Martin put a kill tune on it. And uh, he said, dude, v- dude, Zs are really cool cars. He's like, hit the cruise control three times or whatever. This will flash. And then you're on your second tune. It goes from making 380 wheel. I got it making as much power as you can on stock internals. That's crazy. When you put ARP rod bolts on it, turn it up to this, you should be making 440 wheel. I think he did one pull on it and made like 440. Dude, it's a beast, man. So I got ordered ARP rod bolts right away, put them on a shelf in my garage. Didn't ever put them on because that's a lot of work. (laughs) And I freaking windowed it at uh, Import Alliance in Atlanta. Yeah, that was cool. But it was fast while it lasted. Martin was right, though. I I do want to get into Super soon, but tell me that story real quick. (laughs) Which one? The Z? Yeah. Yeah. How it blew up? Yeah. So the limits of a Z is like 380 wheel, which I don't know what time. Was it a DE? Yeah, it was a DE. Non-rev up, just basic DE. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like to keep things very simple with cars. Um, so I got, well, <laughs> it wasn't intentional. It was just cheap. I didn't like seek out a DE. It was just HRs at the time were more expensive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, like the car was amazing. It was a ripper. And uh, when we put the twin turbo kit on, it was great. It was just the fueling issues, which if I'd known now what I know then, I would know just keep it full tank in it. And mm-hmm. like, I think radium had just came out with the surge tank setup and all that but vqs are great man like there's just they're I so rough them. now man like every z i come across now is rough and like, they still want five six grand for them too mm-hmm. which is insane yeah like i bought one uh i don't know a few months ago and uh we've been doing the drift school at mid pond me and uh yeah. taylor hole it's taylor's school i just go instruct but I bought a Z to have as like another school car, backup car or whatever. And mm. uh, man, they're just so rough. And even that car was like still a lot more than I paid for other ones in way worse shape and <laughs> had to pull the motor, put a clutch in it, like all kinds of like crazy dude. Like they put a collar on the flex plate from an automatic VQ mm. and the starter was grinding. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> why? But dude, that car had a VLSD, stock angle, lowering springs, took it to mid pond on like a school day. Lowering springs? Rip, dude. So yeah, none of the rear alignment was correct whatsoever. No, I didn't even put plates on it. I was like, dude, let's just go. <laughs> so like, yeah, it had lowering springs on it. And uh, yeah, so I took it out and it was just self-steering all by itself. And it was fun, dude. You could throw some pretty good angle in it, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, no handbrakes, so you just have to, like, slow, you know, like, really just feather it around. A bit, and, yeah. dude, it was just stock VQ. And I was just, like, I was, like, I need to know if this thing's strong going to break. So I just, like, beat the brakes off it, like, three laps and pulled in. And uh, it was great. And, um, yeah, man, that was fun. The drift school has been pretty cool to be a part of that. I've gotten a drive. Oh, yeah. 
so many different cars like, <laughs> dude, it's been a lot of fun like, well uh we we'll definitely get into that because i guess there's like, a lot to get into yeah, dude, yeah y'all, you're hey, go grab a drink some popcorn yeah, grab the comfortable baby this is good you know <laughs> it'd be a long one y'all been asking for it so if y'all want a long one dude i'm down dude yeah no we're good let's go uh well tell me tell me a little bit about the super where is it at right now what's its current state um it is uh in the trailer ready for drift wars damn so you already loaded up and everything i never unloaded it <laughs> ah, that's the key baby <laughs> my whole life like I don't, don't do your bolts check it'll go wrong oh yeah no, do that at the track man like <laughs> so like when i was working at that diesel shop he mm. used to drag race and he got back into bracket racing because i was like dude look at this car like he had like full fiber i don't even know what it was like full fiberglass big block and then he had like whatever bunch of mm. cars i go crew for him at the drag strip doing bracket racing okay cool and he had like enclosed trailer and stuff and we'd roll up at like 2 a.m and i'm like we leave it in the trailer that was the best thing and i'm like dude like i have to unload mine or someone's gonna steal something you know what i mean yeah. or like water's gonna yeah. get in because there's no windows so like now that i have an enclosed trailer i take full advantage oh i would yeah so i would too i haven't unloaded it since uh my last video where we took the ls out and put the 2j in it and uh it's still covered in the dirt from the last thumbnail that j went off track <laughs> and uh it's actually refreshing to go off track at mid pond and there'd be dust come up and not mud so that i i will advocate for that that's very true <laughs> i like i'll take the dust all day baby you just psh, blow it off and it's gone the mm -hmm. mud you gotta Shit pressure cakes. wash yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the Superman, uh, it's, it's ready to go. We're doing drift wars July 30th at mid pond. It is technically kind of a private, it's like spring break. So just yeah. message me if you want to come drive, uh, preferably advanced level drivers, but we're not turning anybody down. We're doing some like grudge battles. I think everybody will enjoy that. I'll have the super out there. Uh, my quick change is not going to be here in time for the Corvette. So we'll probably be staying at home, but I'll bring the 911 turbo out and we'll see what kind of lap times oh. we can do while we're there oh yeah kill so, two birds with basically if you want to bring your grip car and see if you can hang <laughs> why not dude like yeah yeah man the super dude it's 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 been great dude and uh the i had a stroker ls in it then we had the ls3 in it and now we got the 2j in it it's been a trip dude that's, that's one of my questions i had was i've seen it's gone through so many variations right not only with just the engine package but like i mean the exterior everything like <laughs> you you've gone through some generations with it yeah it's weird because we bought the car uh me and jay at solvent division again uh we do a couple things together dude he used to come pick me up he get in his truck out of trailer he had a, a six seven dodge he come over hey man uh, i'm on my way cool he just show up like clockwork on the weekends yeah i get in the truck we'd scrounge together some cash start calling people texting people craigslist marketplace we just go buy parts buy cars whatever dude it was that's sick we just have some fun dude and we have more time and we just like find stuff dude good old days we found srs like dude all kind of cool cars and stuff but really this kind of dried up so much it's hard to like really do that anymore um but yeah yeah so we went to ohio and bought the car i made some risky moves when COVID hit um mm -hmm. so i was ready to do pro-am in 2019 so 
I wanted to build a pro-am car, so I had the black E36 with a Stroker LS in it. And as a ripper, I bought it from my buddy Hussey, who I met back in those VC tech days, and I'm still boys with him today. And yeah, yeah so bought that, COVID hit. I was like, screw it, man, I want a Supra. Like, yeah. I've always wanted one. Like, I think if I sell this, this and that, I can go buy one. So put the word out. Some guy messaged me and was like, hey, man, my son has one. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is how you <laughs> it's find about deals. to happen this is how you find deals you know yeah. so i was like message him back never heard back from him. like go on his profile find everyone with the last name is him i felt like a high schooler when you're like stalking someone that you like you got don't like call yourself out on. now <laughs> that's that's uh <laughs> like i have a crush on someone like you know in high school you're like i have a crush on someone you go like facebook stock no, yeah, or I'm just myspace whatever that you grew up in but anyways i like found what should have been a son a message and was like hey man are you the guy with the supra for sale i was like your dad messaged me and he goes yeah yeah man da 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 send behind a restaurant whatever i was like sweet so me and jay loaded up uh we took my truck and i think we took a u-haul because uh, his trailer at the time had just gotten stolen oh fuck yeah that sucked we had a shop and it got stolen so that sucked so we had to get a u-haul we went to i don't know somewhere in ohio and uh, gotcha. columbus okay bought this supra fourteen thousand five hundred dollars for a shell but it had most the interior and uh the title was clean but it had a history similar to Lindsay Lohan. God, what a fucking... It was rough. What dude. an example. What the fuck? It was rough, big dog. Dude, red mark, red mark, total loss, total loss. And I'm like, yikes. hey, I don't care. And I was like, dude, this thing got frame damage or what? But we got a frame machine. We're like, whatever. Yeah. Went up and it was... It was usable. And I was like, <laughs> we, we can live with this. So like he threw in some other parts. So I got it for like fourteen thousand five hundred dollars in a trip to Ohio. Okay. And then, dude, I swear I got in the driveway, and then those things just, you know, COVID. And then I bought a house. You know, I like. I guess I'm a wheeler dealer. I traded my house for the house I'm in now when COVID hit. <laughs> How do you trade a house? What the fuck? <laughs> I bought mine right before COVID happened, so I understand like getting the good deal and really getting it yeah, at the man. right time. But uh, friend, family friend, hey, it was like trying to get me by. He's trying to rent it. No one rent it. No one like the world stopped. No one was doing anything. Yeah. He's like, dude, like uh, blah blah blah. Like, come get this house. Like, I finally went in it, and I was like, dude, this got a flat driveway. Before my driveway, I had to like concrete drill an eyelid in the ground. And okay. I would get to come along and like have to ratchet ratchet my cars up the driveway into the garage. Yeah, I've been through some stuff, dude. I had the the FC when I went and picked that up. The the, the driveway dude oh, had was yeah. steep, and I didn't have a winch. That's sketchy. I had he had a, a cheap Harbor Freight come along that yeah. I had to just fucking sit there and dude. <laughs> I've had to do that so many times. But yeah, man, I I just got the Supra in the house at like a very risky time, and it paid off it's impossible to time the market but that time oh, worked out yeah. well and then i ended up getting actually that wasn't my first supra i had one before that oh yeah was it i think i've had i don't know how many i've had what so was it a, a mark four two or yeah is it oh wow okay dude, was it a drift car or it was just a street rough, car? dude it never made it to the road oh 
It was rough. It looked like it got what burned was wrong with down. It? Um, it had so many wood screws holding the wide body on it. Like the quarters oh were just God. so warped. Uh, had been in a rear end collision. I'm Un- fast as fuck, boy. It was. <laughs> I'm a half price hot boy. There you go, dude. It wasn't even half price, bro. But I, I threw my work equips on it. Two cent, hot boy. I'm gonna send you this picture to flash up. Oh, okay, Perfect. this is when it looked good. This picture you're seeing right here. This is after I stripped the wide body. I can't remember the name of the wide body kit on it. It looked horrible. Uh, the car was very rough, and I took it, blew it apart. Huge buckle in the floorboard under the back seat, and I was like, "Cool, this thing has been totaled." Which, like, well, if you ever want to buy a Supra specifically a left-hand drive be very 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 careful because most of them have been wrecked hard i've heard that before yeah i was pretty gutted when i found that and like i'm way too particular than i should be about drift cars Mm -hmm. so ended up selling that car to um jay i think i don't know what i did with it Mm -hmm. i don't know it's gone i think got cut up or something and then i got no anymore and then I don't know. I I got like another one and yeah, I don't know. And then sold it and then another one and sold it. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, wh- whenever you got this current Supra. The purple it, one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So was it always meant to be a drift car or were yes. you just, okay. I said, COVID hit. There's no drifting this year. You just had Ryan Sage on. Did he sit in this chair? Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> dude, I'm sitting in the same chair as Ryan Sage. Hell yeah. Is his middle name? Dude, I, I swear to God. Ryan is, Sage? I don't know. I actually. just made that up. Sorry. I have no what idea. What were you saying? He was one of, I swear to God, he was one of the most humble dudes I have yeah. ever met in my life. I I was not expecting it, but he he's seems really cool. I've never really cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He seems like a great dude, but uh, what was I talking about? The the super being a drift car yeah. from the jump. Yeah. So COVID hit, FD was struggling. They were like, you know, there's a lot of talks on the inside. Like, this is mm-hmm. a little dicey. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and build. Like, I want to compete. I've been wanting to compete forever. Like, since I was in high school, I went through to do everything how I'm supposed to do it. You know, went to school, da, 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 all that. Um, So I want to put together a good drift car. And I was like, I want a Supra. I love them. They've always been like a fantasy. Let's go. You know, like, let's mm-hmm. just do it. So I got it, and uh, on the drive home, I was like, I took a bunch of pictures and was messaging super guys that I've already sold parts to before. Hey, man, I just got this, this, this. And like one dude was like, dude, super parts. If you don't know, super parts are almost all discontinued. There's only 11,000 left-hand drives made in the world. And then whatever Toyota made like parts-wise that you could go buy, like so say before they discontinued parts, say they made... I don't know, a thousand door panels they had in stock, you know, and that's it, you know? Mm. So I'd sold off almost all the interior before I got home from Ohio. Holy shit. So Damn. gutted it, uh, threw an LS in it. I think it was like three months till Clutch Kickers, and I had an SC300, and I went and I competed at the first Clutch Kickers in 2019 with the E36 BMW lost to alex schlegel who had a supercharged ls and i was like cool i finally got power and I roll up and i look over and i'm like what's up dude uh you got an ls and he was like yeah and i was like 
plus some <laughs> supercharged. And he's like, yeah, I think it was the LSA blower. Oh, and I was like, wow. sick, okay. dude. Cool. And I was like, God, dude. Good luck so to me. He just <laughs> drug, just drug me. So I was like, got in my truck and I was like, well, I need a supercharger or something now. Yep. So ended up putting that engine um, in that Supra. Yeah. So Taylor was like, hey, man, get the Supra done. I was like, all right. So then I bought an SC that had an OS3 in it and went and ran clutch kickers and got knocked out in 64 to Sean Booth, who I lost to like three Good times. Booth. Yeah, dude. Like, I have not beat him. Like, been like, I think he took he's me out twice. He's hard to beat. He's I think he took me out twice. He's a pro killer. Dude, one time we had a one more time and we both were like in the zones perfect. Mm-hmm. And like, he just, I couldn't shake him and he ended up winning. But yeah, Good so. Old boozy boy. <laughs> Yeah, man, I had that uh, SC and it sucked. It was just full interior, started working sunroof, meant door panels. And Tara was like, dude, finish the Supra. Like, go start on the Supra. I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah. So in three weeks, I slammed like the LS in it out of the BMW, got a sicky swap kit. Uh, I was on PBM Knuckles, all kinds yeah. of stuff. And like took it to Chris. He did a cage for me real quick and was like coming back. Someone got killed on the interstate, so I got stopped in traffic. I slept in my truck for like nine Fuck. hours on the interstate on the way home from Atlanta. Maybe eight hours. I don't know. I don't remember. Either way, that's a long ass time. I went through a lot in like three weeks, like throwing that car together. And then we showed up at the track and pull in. And dude, this is hilarious. So like sitting there in the pits and uh, I got a, his name was Mike. He had a S4, Boss S14 orange one. Yeah. It's okay. pretty proper. I think like uh, Rick with RTS was there. But anyways, we battled him and beat him. And I was like, let's go. You yeah, know, like yeah. first event in the car, we got to win. You know? <laughs> so like pulling the pits and this dude's like sitting there and he looked kind of familiar. And I just started talking. I was like, dude, you know, great bo- battle. That was a lot of fun. Like, dude, it was, yeah. it was fun, man. I was like right on him and we just had a great heads up battle. And it's, I was like, what's your name, man? He's like, oh, Mike. I was like, oh, cool. We're all Mikes. It's three Mikes here. And he's like, yeah. And he was like, I got a super too. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. You know, like do this everyone. Like, oh, I got a super too. And I was like, oh, cool. And they're like, yeah, it's a Mark three. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know? Yeah. Rarely is it like he's like, yeah, it's a Mark Four. And I was like, oh. And it, I'm Mike Perez. And I was like, oh, what's up, dude? Oh, no, shit. Hey, what man. the fuck? Random. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, what's up, dude? And he was like, That's crazy. He's like, Man, you pulled up. And like I had the work equips on it, I just like polished them oh, and like did yeah. car like all new Ballers panels, fuck. new BN kit. And he was like, Man, I was like, dude, this guy drive this car. And I looked under it, and it's okay, Mike. Dude, I had took all my wiring. I had like painless wiring and I didn't have time. I was gonna put power windows in it. I took all of it and just wrapped it up in electrical tape. He was like, dude, I looked under your like dash and I was like, Oh, he drives this car. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, let's go. Telltale signs, baby. Yeah, dude. So like the first outing in that car, man, I think I got in the top 16. So that was uh, that That's was great, cool. man. We won some battles and like Kevin was going nuts, dude. It was fun. Kevin White was crewing for me. Kevin's helped me out a lot. Uh, yeah, dude, it was magical. So I have a lot of really good memories in that car. Just yeah. me and Jay going to get it in Ohio to like throwing it together. And then I'd like, in between events, I'd go back, I went through and thinned out, cleaned up the wiring and loomed everything. And then after another event, swapped another motor in it. Uh, <laughs> what you, was it? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, uh, 
Kenny Slides was coming up. Him and some of his boys were okay. coming up to drive Mid Pond, and he was like, "Hey man, I'm on my way." I was like, "Cool." It was like twelve hour drive. And I like sent him a picture of the Supra, and I was like pulling the motor out. He's like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm putting this LS3. I'm taking the Stroker out." And he's like, he seemed kind of bummed, and I was like, oh, "He doesn't think I'll have it done." So I was like, ah. game on, boy. Let's go. <laughs> so like, he showed up. I had the new motor. In. Like, I think I was, I just put the new engine in and it was like bolting it down. And he was like, man, you sure you're going to have it done? I was like, I got you, dude. I was yeah. like, go get some sleep, dude. Oh, yeah. And he came back down and he like, we just, it was fun night, man. It was one of those like delirious, like, you know, on no sleep nights mm -hmm. and got the car done, went out. We had a blast. I was having a little bit of issues, like electrical. I was like, what's going on? Like, Pop the hood. I was like, oh, cool. There's no engine ground. Like, I was that <laughs> tired, you know? Threw an engine ground on it, dude. And we had a, such a fun day, man. Just ripping it mid pond. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, man. That car. And then we finally blew it apart and painted it. And right when we painted that's when that dude in blue came over and drove the car. Yeah. Tight. Okay. Yeah, right. Dude, the paint was still sticky. I was like, you know, like, don't <laughs> touch it. <laughs> Be careful. It might run. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. It was like, yeah, it's... A real candy paint job. Everyone's like, what wraps that? I'm like, oh, it's candy real candy. Paint. Yeah, it's real candy. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's it's got cool. a metallic silver base with the eye candy vexing. It's, um, I think it's from like custom colors i can't remember who did you do that yourself or no, jay did dude he's a paint oh, wizard okay. dude he's good so that's the same color as his hog nice hogs a motorcycle in alabama i guess it's like that everywhere right yeah. i everywhere in the south at least i yeah, <laughs> yeah let us know if not yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to know what they call like motorcycle like uh harleys in like europe and australia i wonder if they call them hogs yeah yeah to all the outside u.s viewers what do you call a motorcycle yeah, what, no, know. a Harley in particular. Or a Harley, yeah, 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 yeah. a Harley. What do you call Harleys? Y'all call them hogs over there, you know? Do they, do, are Harleys even outside the U.S.? Like oh, that? yeah, dude. There was someone okay. uh, shipping. I know they are, but I didn't know how big they were outside the there U.S. There was someone in the drift world, I believe, who was shipping and importing Harleys into Australia. I can't remember who it was. Wow. Yeah, and they were like doing very well doing it i do believe i can't remember who it was or maybe it was one that's of the, cool might have been one of the cannonball guys i get all these communities kind of yeah they all run together you know yeah man uh yeah dude but that dude in blue came over and drove the car and like i just loosened it up and put some good falcons on it dude and he Fuck like yeah just, i was like i was doing a video too because like you know i've been instructing and stuff and it's it's been going well i was like hey man like all of what you're doing like come on over and uh yeah. so of course he's like dude i'd love to so yeah. he came over and we had a blast and he's he such was a good dude he's ripping right out the gate and i was like dude i'm supposed to like teach you how to yeah. drift no, and he's like don't need well, to like uh, hung on josh robinson and we did like ice drifting or whatever they did you know and i'm like ah okay makes sense I mean, he's <laughs> like 1300 cars i think now so yeah when you drive 1300 different cars you're gonna get a good feel for it and like and drifting, man, you drive with your feet and your butt. Like you feel mm. it in your butt and you drive a drift car with your feet. Well, tell me about some of like the more, I guess, known issues that super have supers have for drifting specifically. Did you ever have to go any through anything, fixing anything, stuff like that? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, dude. So like, right. I got the car. Uh cut and uncles were cool, but I needed more. Put mm -hmm. wise fab on it and the car was so slow i was like what is going on i was like i got all the ackerman in it like this mm -hmm. doesn't make sense so i like, started screwing with it messing with things and then uh all the top garage guys came over 
And someone's like, dude, you're wearing out my brake pads. Like, go, <laughs> like, stop going so slow. And it was like, just would fall to full lock. Uh, you know, Jay drove it. He's like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, this doesn't make sense. Hmm. So then, like, randomly, um, Dan started talking to Dan. Right. Yeah. Dan, uh, he has a very successful Supra driver. And he was like, hey, man, uh, like, you want, can I, like, tell you something? And I was like, please. <laughs> please i'm about to get rid of this yeah. car and he's like what are you what, what are you doing with your front suspension i told him i had my ackerman plates on backwards so that was full neck oh shit dude i changed that uh he gave me a few tricks i don't know if he wants me to share them so i'm not going to but that's fair oh my god dude i did those things like i drove the car pulled it in did what he told me to do oh my god it's like my favorite car ever now like Damn. and and like Dan even says he's like the Supra is not the best drift car and I'm like dude after driving mine I'm like how is it not like this is amazing yeah the wheelbase similar to an S14 like uh Chris said when he put the cage in that the quality of the car like I guess the gauge of the steel like in the rails and the frame rails he's like dude this thing's like beefy yeah and he kind of I think he's the one that told me like S15s are kind of the same like the quality of like the rails and everything because mm -hmm. the newer the car. The safer they are, the better materials and high strength steel and stuff like that. If you're yeah. in the collision industry, crumple zones, all sorts of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, it was cool. Like it's because that was the first super he did. He did another one. Um, but dude, like the car is just a rocket now. And like with an LS in it, it was great. With a JZ in it, it's like it's <laughs> ten times better. I'm sure, <laughs> dude." Don't hate me, LS guys, but the Jay-Z is way more fun to drive. Than Fuck the your VA. LS. I don't care. Hate me. No, it's not that, though. <laughs> it serves a purpose. You have the Jay-Z is amazing. It's so much fun on the street, so much fun on the track. Um, but like if I was trying to tandem with someone and like keep up in competition with the Jay-Z, I do have an older turbo. Like mm. it's so laggy, it's hard to like have that be right yeah, there. Yeah, you gotta on really someone. keep it up, the RPMs up. Oh, yeah, so. you gotta keep it. It's a lot of clutch work. And then the LS wasn't that, so you're not as hard on your drivetrain. Mm -hmm. Dude, I don't ever... I'm lucky. I don't ever break <laughs> you better stuff. better knock on wood, brother. I broke, like, one axle on the E36, I think. Like, I rarely break things, so, like, mm. uh, I just find myself being, like, easy on, like, the clutch and stuff. Like, I usually uh, run the RPMs up and kind of let the clutch out slower and use the clutch, mm -hmm. and it's less shock on the drivetrain. And I think that's kind of how i've been successful in that sense because i beat a lot of people because their cars broke you know yeah so there's it's not about just being the best driver you it's you have to be everything now if you want to make it in competitive drifting yeah you really do so yeah just just learning that chassis i'm like dude this thing's great i have battle version rear upper arms so i can get zero camber nice i can't remember the last time i checked my alignment dude i just put a meaty tire on and go rip and like it, the car's great as long as it burns right yeah dude. <laughs> your alignment must be somewhat right yeah and it's got fuel fuel coilovers and wise fab mm -hmm. what yeah. alignment specs do you run in the front i run a lot more camber in the front of the supra than like traditionally okay and uh i just dude every car like whether it's a bmw or what you know just a little bit of toe out in the front yeah Throw some camber in the front. Dude, I haven't I've never even checked the caster on the Supra. 
It's fine. If it feels right, it is right. Yeah, and like really, once you drive so much, you can feel like when you need to adjust your caster. Like, yeah, it, it becomes a feel. Especially like, getting acclimated in one specific car. Yeah, like when I got the car, we put on a frame machine and measured everything out, make sure the frame was straight, which it was after you know yeah. the whole Lindsay Lohan history. It's still good, man. It's clean title, dude. No, clean as far as the government knows. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess because it changed states so many times, it's clean title now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. So we got that car. Like, I love it, man. And like, I put it up for sale one time because I was like, I had like another super at the time, and I was like, I'm, I'll just build that other super because it's a hard top. Mm-hmm. I love the target, but I'm like race car slick top hard top you know like a little bit wider a little bit more rigid find any advantage you can and like really that stuff's not as important as you think it is it is but there's so many other things like you can just add more power and it's fine yeah there's so always like, something to offset that yeah that's kind of like the direction i'm taking like with the c6 corvette so um i'll have a build series coming out for the c6 corvette we are building my first formula drift prospect car and Uh-oh. uh so i want to take that car from pro-am to prospect to pro that's the plan that's mm-hmm. the dream i've always wanted to do it we're gonna try we might make it we might not i don't know but <laughs> literally i i got i traded my corvette for taylor's clutch kickers corvette the orange one uh is a supercharged torque tube car oh yeah stock ls3 um i put that supercharger on my ls that i took out of the supra i recycle man like as you should you like, kind of have to being in the sport we're in it's too fucking expensive yeah and dude you just can't get stuff man some of my friends yeah. been waiting on parts for like nine months like part, you know like dude, no, i don't know but absolutely not yeah so i took that engine out of the supra which has been <laughs> in like three of my cars now and um you know i dude leak down test perfect compression test perfect like cam bearings look good cam look good let's go so i like, swap yeah. supercharger on it front drive um uh, i got a dog box for it now and i uh, got the quick time scatterproof bell housing okay thanks to holly performance those guys are amazing they make everything i need like you need something weird yeah. like hey i got this engine and i want if put you this have ls you need to get in with a holly holly is the best dude so i'm putting uh holly terminator on it but and uh winter's quick change and uh the fdf shout out to the fdf boys what's yeah up? they make a quick change uh assembly mounting kit where you can bolt up a quick change mm-hmm. in the back of a c6 corvette so if you use the no disrespect but if you use the race tech rts kit you like have to flip something internally yeah. in the quick change um which is fine it works great like taylor's had that on his car with no issues mm-hmm. and uh but obviously, I'm just trying to do quick and easy and fast. I'm like, dude, I swear to God, even with my angle kit on my Z, like in talking with Wes with his Corvette stuff, because uh, he's sponsored by FDF too, like that FDF, their parts are so fucking simple to install. Oh, Everything yeah. is so self explanatory. It's all beefy as hell. So you know, it's like, it's strong. It's going to, what all parts you work. got from them on your Z? I literally just have the angle kit, and then I've got to throw the um, rack relocation on. That's okay. literally it. Eventually, um, I'm going to get the rear kit well, and everything like that. But Are you I doing the tie rod spacers up or like the actual weld-in relocation? Oh, the weld-in. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool. I have the offset rack spacers right now. Yeah. but Yeah, dude, if you keep those, I'm 
you know, I'm going to say a few controversial things. Go for it. I love controversy. All right. People hate on rack spacers, but if you just keep them tight, they're fine. Like I ran them for years. Like, yeah, you're going to have some manufacturing. You'll put a little bit more strain on the rack, but right. like, it's not as much as people think. Yeah, man. Just like keep them tight. I had mine come loose before. Like you got to just nut and bolt your cars and most of the stuff doesn't break. Same with angle kits and all that, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's okay to have a handbrake and an angle kit on your first drift car. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. You don't need it. You don't need it. I hey, had man. one. You know when you're like working on your car and you're taking lug nuts off? Mm-hmm. Why use an impact, dude? Just use a four-way wrench. <laughs> dude, I got tools. I'm going to use my tools. Yeah. And then another one. Like, dude, it's fine. Like, I've seen people come out, like sim drivers especially, come out to the school and they'll have a car already, a nice car. And they rip immediately. It's not every, everybody's different, dude. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. You don't know what you're doing until you get out there and try it. So, like, we'll also have people like, I, I don't want to use the handbrake. I'm like, why not? No, I just don't want to be relying on it. I'm like, then don't be. Like, just use it when you need it. Like, it's a tool to be used. Like, you're not, if you're spinning out every turn, right? You're not learning. You're not getting anywhere. But if you put a little bit of angle on it and you're not spinning out every turn, then you can like, okay, we're in drift. We can kind of build from here. Yeah. You know? And then another one, everyone who's told me that you don't need horsepower to drift, you are correct. But when they're like saying it like, ah, I don't need power, da, da, da. You haven't (laughs) driven a car with power because it's fun. It's like way more fun. Yeah. So I, I guess the way to explain it is, Let's say you can do like like one of my Corvettes done. It's going to do two laps and that's it. You got to change tires, right? Yeah. Stock 350Z, that white one I had. You could go run all day. On you could run mid-pond two days on a pair of Kendas. Yeah. And not even have to think about tires. Yeah, dude. Like Just water them down every few laps. And you're having fun. Yeah. But the way I see it is at the end of the day, those three la- or two laps are going to be so rowdy you're like good you yeah. know as as driving for a whole day and i've done both you know mm-hmm. but like once you get progress over time you're like i really enjoy having horsepower like this is rowdy it's fun like supercharged v8s yeah. just like laying into it and then like a big turbo jz or rb like dude mm-hmm. they're just they're that like if you have fun drifting in in Look at yourself in the mirror. If you ever said you don't need power to drift and you're like kind of being a hater, look at yourself in the mirror and say, oh, you low if power my car <laughs> had triple the power, I promise you would have, you would love that car even more. I really do. Like, yeah. I'm not being mean or anything. I'm just saying like, if you had more power, I'm telling you, you would enjoy your car. Like, it'd be that much more fun. You're like, okay, I see why people have See, a lot of I'm, horsepower i'm more on the low power side i love that but that's because i don't i don't personally care about competition but totally i also understood the fact that like i had a vq i had it as gripped up as possible and i could not keep up with all the ls friends that i had that's so tough. i was like okay well i'm very jdm so i don't want to go ls but i still want to be able to keep up with these guys so what's the next route so it's either 1j or rb 
And I didn't want to do Jay-Z, any type of Jay-Z because that's the normal swap you see in a 350Z other than an LS. Oh, yeah. It At is. the time, nobody made any mounts. Nobody made anything for the RV swap. So I was like, challenge accepted. And you got a Nissan with a Nissan engine, which I know I put random engines and random cars, but I do like that, that it is yeah. a Nissan with an RV. I do think that's pretty sweet. And I love RVs. Honestly, I would say they fit 10 times better than a VQ, too. Oh, they actually do, yeah. Yeah. They really do. They're long as fuck, but... If you cut the false firewall out and, like, strip a VQ down of everything but the essentials, they're not bad. And then you do yeah. that uh, whatever intake I had on mine. Uh, what's that cool-looking intake? Kinetic? Kinetics, yeah. Kinetic? yeah. Yeah, so it made it way easier to work on. Um, And that's the thing with drifting. You got to, like, know what you want out of drifting. If you don't want to compete, I'm so jealous of you because you're, like living it up you don't yeah. have to like, did you play sports when you were in high school or anything man or growing up at all i didn't make the basketball team in high school basketball sucks anyway it's political that that is very true it's political See, i should have been on the team i grew up playing sport i played yeah. baseball since i was four years old until senior year of high school so right. like my competitive edge was just completely drained out of me. And by the time I was out of high school, like I was, I started getting into cars heavily. Oh. I was like, I don't, I don't really care to do competition anymore. I just want to have fucking fun. Yeah. Dude, it all makes sense now because I didn't make the basketball team in middle school. And like me and my buddy used to ball all the time. We had fun. Zach, you know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I used to be way taller than him. And then he hit a gross spurt, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I never <laughs> got those guys. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm like, come on, man. I used to be taller than you. Uh, so, I never got to compete when I was younger. My sister, like, yeah. I travel around with her, like, uh, basketball and stuff, and I never got to compete. So I've been missing that my whole life, and, like, I just have the competitive drifting bug so bad. Yeah. And I just love competing, man. I just love, like, going for it, putting everything into it. And, like, I chase things in my life that I'm, like, pushed to. Mm hmm I'm one of those, like, my mom always said everything happens for a reason, you know, so I kind of have that out, you know, look. So yeah. I go where, like, the world kind of pushes me to go and what my interests are in, and that's how I've gotten, like, the cars I've gotten, you know, if the mm -hmm. deal goes through, if it doesn't go through. I, You know, I used to get pretty heartbroken when I was younger, and, like, especially when I had as no you car. Do, your emotions are a little heightened. Oh, yeah, and then, like, as I'm older, I'm like, man, eh, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, and it it is it all work out, you know, and, yeah. Literally just got my dream car. So like I'm just I'm still on cloud nine right now. Like I'm just that's be more that's blessed, a good perspective man. for a lot of people to see though because I I I mean even myself still to this day there are some times where I beat the living fuck out of myself for certain situations that I either overlooked or I just didn't take advantage of. But in the end, like like you said, there's a lot of shit that you had to back down on or it didn't work out or whatever. But oh, yeah. in turn, you ended up with the car of your dreams. And I've got two fucking cars out there that I never even imagined of owning. So I, I'm in the same position. Yeah, and dude. I can't remember what episode I said it on, but I was sometimes I'll literally just go walk outside, look at my cars, walk through my shop and be like, there's no way you're fucking bitching right now. Yeah. There's no way you're being a little crybaby. You're pulling a chair out and like just... Drink yes, a beer or something. Exactly. Just like, ah, I just need to like. I just sometimes I just go sit down there and stare at the car. Sometimes I'll take my baby down there and she'll be asleep on me, or like you know. And I'm like, yeah. man, this is like. I'll go sit in the driver's seat of my yeah. Z and just hit my vape, staring at the steering wheel. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, dude. I just like. I just feel like I don't deserve it sometimes, but man, God has been good. 
I've stayed out of trouble my whole life and just like, you know, did what I was supposed to do. And yeah, I, I feel like this, if all this had come 10 years ago, I'd already be an FD, you know, yeah. but of you course can't, you, you can't, can't help but think, have those thoughts. Sometimes. No, man. And this journey has been a long dude. There's just never ending stories behind it with so many different people across the world. Really? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, when we were doing cannonballs, when I met my three buds in Sweden, like we just rolled up on another team whose car just caught on fire and like, <laughs> you know, and like you just make friends from all over the world and like the, That's wild. the car industry and like it's such a small world, like still, especially in the car industry, everyone knows especially each other. Drifting. Oh yeah, man. It's still like, it's so big now, but still like so. So minuscule. Yeah. And man, like. You're just like in a good spot with your car the way your Z is, for real, like truly. I appreciate just that. Just having a car, anyone who's just, if you don't want to compete and you have a car three to 500 horsepower, you're good. Mm -hmm. Like you can go rip Road Atlanta in like a 300 horsepower car. That's all I want. I think you'd be okay. Maybe a little bit more. I guess it depends on I would on probably car. need around 450 to five, I would say, for Road Atlanta. Dude, 500 horsepower is rowdy. Mm -hmm. Like... Sometimes when I just go straight, like in a straight line, when the well, the Supra still makes the same power with the LS as it did the Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. But when you're just like on the street and you just go straight and the car hooks, you're like, this is a lot of power. We're all so blinded. Back in the day, like if you ran tens in the quarter mile, you ran the streets. Now, like yeah. if you don't run eights, like don't Eight, bother seven, showing sixes. up. No one's gonna care. Like yeah, and but it's, and nobody even thinks that's special anymore either. No, I like, don't hear much about it. When I grew up, man, Terminator Cobras were running the streets, dude. Yeah, they were running the streets. They had the Kenny Bells on them or whatever, dude. And yeah, man, the 911 Turbo back then would have spanked them, though, boy. But no one had <laughs> one, right? <laughs> there weren't many of those floating around Alabama back then. Uh, yeah, dude, that man, our whole area's like come a long way, and just with cars in general man there's so many like really sick drift cars in birmingham mm -hmm. and it makes me feel good especially a lot of the guys from back in the day are still around and uh we're all getting together for drift wars too i'm trying to get everyone like from back then i'm like you gotta come you gotta bring your car yeah. like i don't care if it's running or not just bring it out just for like nostalgia and like let's move into the future let it sit in the pits who cares yeah, man <laughs> like let's bring it out like you know show what we got here and uh there's a few people coming from out of town and uh hopefully everyone makes it it'd be sick and um uh, it'd just be really nice to have everyone out man it makes That's me awesome. feel good and just to, like to move it into the future and try a new format for drifting with like the grudge style drift battles so yeah we'll have people out drifting for fun and then boom we're gonna stop and like two guys hey i want to battle him okay cool y'all go pick judges you can have one judge you can have five judges, throw them up in the tower, go do a quick little comp, and then back on mm -hmm. it. You know, like it's what a eight minute break in the driving. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is gonna run out tires before the day is over, anyways, unless you're on Kendas. Well, their car will break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the car breaks. If your car doesn't break and you're on Kendas, then I guess you will go home with some meat on the table still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally. You get another track day. You still that Kenda meat cards. on there, dude. Kenda tires are great too, man. And yeah, like they they step up a lot in the industry and man there's a lot of companies that have really stepped up with drifting and they're just mm -hmm. killing it like drifting's kind of it's figured awesome out now 
like what needs to be done and I think companies are finally starting to realize that that is the next go-to sport as oh, far yeah. as cars are related. Right. I, I, that's like with E-Town, they completely like scratch drag racing, which has been a very well-known track for drag racing. Mind-blowing. Yeah. That fucked me up whenever I, I finally heard about that and understood what they were doing. Oh, yeah, but, man. And those stands were full. Like uh, I went back, I was watching Top 16, and they are full, bro. And that's like a cool, you can see the whole track. Like, it's neat. And Have like, you ever been out there? I've never been there. Dude, man, I got I to go, go for the first time really? for Riverside. 50K. You did. I saw you were up yeah, there. I was doing Scotty's Media, man. And nice. oh, my God, you do not understand how rowdy that track is and yeah. how unforgiving it is until you're there. I mean, let's be real. How many people turn on FD jersey and they're like, this is going to be a snooze fest? Yeah, Bro, dude, that was the it's friend. the next fucking uh, Long Beach. Oh my like it's, god! It's equivalent to Long Beach, is what I would say. Yeah, dude, because there's so many walls, so much happens, so many wrecks, so much drama. Like, dude. Chelsea, bro. He, <laughs> oh, shit. Bro. Like, Chelsea, you're a fucking savage for that. I will give you that. That was <sighs> that was funny. I don't know how I feel about it. So, like, I like the, I like the humble Chelsea. Like, I'm only... Uh, I do, too. I like... I love that he can jump down someone's throat whenever he needs to, as well. I mean, dude... <sighs> Maybe not on camera. Let's not do it on camera, he, I'd say, that, but... They did him dirty. That's... Yeah. They did I don't think the situation actually played out the way they made it look. For sure, there was other things going on behind the scenes. I think we all know that there's three sides to every story. Everyone should know that there's three sides to every story. Mm -hmm. And we should all just leave it at that. And, you know, there's some people, of course, the internet have gone off the rails one side or the other. Just like everything in the world today, like, it's okay to be in the middle, guys. Like, I'm kind of on the middle of this one because I don't really know exactly both sides. Yeah. I would not have handled that situation that way. There's only been like one time I was super yep. heated at Clutch Kickers. Uh, sorry, Dan Brockett. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, I I like yelled at Dan for like a while till like I had no voice. And he like for what? Like I was battling Troy Manners and like he hit me on turn one. And okay. like, you know, we're going, we're going, we're going. Then he hit me again and like it spun me out like the second time. Like, you can see the back of my car, like, you know, and yeah, like, yeah. loop me around. And Dan gives me so much crap. Every time I see him, he's like, I don't spin. Because I was like, <laughs> dude, I went up to him. He's like, you spun on your own. I was like, I don't spin. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, which, like, I had the PBM knuckles on it. And, like, I was doing qualifying. And, like, I was like, I'm going to see how far I can go before it spins out. So, I like, spun after the finish line. Because, again, I'd never driven the car. And yeah. I was like, I want to learn the limits. And then I get like 20 text messages from my friends at home. They're like, hey, you idiot, don't spin out. I know you did that on purpose, but you look like an idiot on TV, <laughs> like, you know? And I was like, everyone, just, you were doing great. Everyone's like, wow, look at him go, look at him go. Maybe the LS Super's not bad. And then you blew it. Yeah. Like, it was after the finish line. And they're like, don't do that. But yeah, and then I don't know. It was hard to get the car to spin on, the, on those knuckles. And uh, which, again, with those knuckles before the Wise Fab, if you don't know how to hate set up WiseFab, you'll hate it. That's why I have heard that hate. a lot. I actually. hated it, and then I learned how to use it, and I was like, WiseFab, you guys are amazing. Like this yeah. is a great kit. Uh, but the PBM already had is cut knuckles basically. Yeah. So 
Carl was great. And he said, I spun and like I had three other spotters like, dude, he hit you. And like, dude, there's rubber all over my wheel, my work equip, which it just polished out. It was fun. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was back when I was like, cool. I'm going to run these, coat. I'm gonna run these <laughs> wheels. And then they're just so heavy and stuff. And I was like, man, I want to start winning. Like, you know, like yeah. it looks cool, but I want to win. Probably. And there's so many good wheels out there. And then that's how I got on with rocket racing wheels. Like simultaneously, they're like, man, we need those wheels on your super. And I was like, I was actually about to hit you guys up. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. So dude, those wheels are light and I am on the same set of wheels I got from them. Like there's a few, but dude, those wheels take a beating and they don't care, man. Like those rocket and they got bought out by Holly. So you can still get them, dude. Freaking amazing okay. wheels. Check those guys out. Like Holly does great, dude. I freaking love Holly. They bought like every good company. I Girls, love how ingrained they are with lower level drivers. Oh, dude, just like, people me, like PCU, me, PCU, yeah. BC, like, yeah, it's it's dude, awesome. They are good for the community, you know, and they're so big they can help out little guys, you know, like so if you, dude, go out there and kill it, freaking, you never know, like who may be like, hey, dude, want to help you out? You're killing it, like you know, you're traveling around, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that was just great, but yeah, man. I spun. He said it was my fault. There's rubber all over my wheel. And he was like, dude, that was when he hit you on the first turn. And I was like, bro, if you hit the lead car, you messed up. Yeah. Am I right? You're not supposed to hit the lead car. That means you screwed up. You want to get as close as possible without hitting. Yeah. He's like, yeah. A little but tire rub, little nudge is okay. A little but, nudge, if but if you put a dent in it, yeah. too bad. You know? Yeah. But he's like, that was the first turn. I was like, how many times do I gotta get hit, dude? Mm-hmm. So like, and he's like, "You didn't get hit," and I was like, "Whatever, dude." I was so mad. I kicked the back bumper off my car. <laughs> what the fuck? And my wife was like, "Hey, you need to calm down." And I was like, "When my wife steps in, that's so I'm like, okay, yeah, like, you gotta, you gotta check yourself at that point." <laughs> yeah, when, I'm honored to have been able to drive with him and all these guys and clutch kickers, dude, because I learned so much. And um. Yeah, man, you know, Kevin used to live with Dan, so there's that whole thing, and we went and, like, partied <laughs> a, later on. He just keeps giving me crap, and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm sorry, like, but... <laughs> Can we move on, please? I think he hit me. <laughs> no, he doesn't ride me that bad about it. Just... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, it was just funny, but I get it, man. You get heated in competition. Um, You know, like, I don't know Chelsea, but, like, a couple times, like, at random events, like grid life or something he comes by like i don't know if he still does but he just walk around the pits and just be like, hey what's up guys you know and he'd be wearing flip-flops just chilling mm-hmm. i'm like hey man you know like that's cool you know he just comes out and talks that man just loves drifting i yeah. i've never seen someone love drifting more than him i i'd, I, I'd have to say why is he so mad because he loves drifting <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why i think like it was good for the sport I yeah, bro. I would say everyone so. was talking about that. My whole feet, I know, like all my feet is just drifting stuff. But dude, the feet is just drip, like. Don't know if don't know if yeah, but like you know, it's, it's good publicity too. I'd have to say. Yeah, man, he was angry. But again, we don't know all the sides of the story. It is what it is, and they just issued him a uh, probation. So whatever. Yeah. Just uh, got to hold it down while he's in St. Louis. Just, just keep it calm. Yep. But yeah, man. Level head. Competition drifting will bring out it'll bring out a lot in you, man. I get it. I can't really fault them for that. But dude, if there's a few other teams like 
when will we see the first fight in FD? <laughs> it's coming, <laughs> that dude. It's true, yeah, like, yeah. It's coming, bro. Like, the wrong two people get around each other. Over. Yeah. And, dude, Chelsea, that was real. That was from the heart, dude. You could yeah, hear Yeah, you could it. tell. Dean Kearney. So, I don't know if y'all go back and look at Jersey. Uh, okay. Kazuya. Yeah. Kazuya yeah, yeah, yeah. goes in his pit and yelled at him. And I said to someone, hey, man, how much you want to bet his next YouTube thumbnail is going to be him yelling at him because when he did it with Kevin, it got a bunch of views. Y'all think that was real? Was he was was Dean Kearney really mad at Kazuya? That, or was mm, that for the show? That's a that's a good point, man. Because nowadays, with especially YouTube and stuff, just regular content creators, you can't ever fucking tell if they're just doing know, it for views or not. Hey, don't hate me, Dean. Like, if you're legit mad, I totally understand. But yeah, I just like to poke around a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drop it in the comments and let us know. Yeah, his viper's sick though, dude. Like, yeah, dude, that thing's rowdy. And he can wheel. Everyone in Pro One can freaking wheel a car. And people give Mohan Mohan crap, but dude, he's like. People overlook him. He's a day warner man. He has been deeply ingrained in drifting for so long. And that guy can rip a car. He's won so many battles in his life. It's just pro ones on such a level. And he's doing it in a rotary. So y'all got to like. Let's give yeah. him an applause. Round dude, of applause for still doing baby. it in a rotary. <laughs> and like, man, when that car, that car sounds so good too. Yeah. You know? He's supposed to be uh he's gonna come on. Really? Yeah. Dude, that'd be yeah. sick. I'd I've he's busy as all hell. But. Oh, I'm sure. Uh Mohan, I really I've only heard him on Maximum Driftcast. Uh mm. yeah. I really like want to hear him go deep on his story. Oh, you know? I do too. That's I why really I'm do because I don't on. think he got that deep on Driftcast, which I love Maximum Driftcast, but it got a little chaotic at times. Where that was is, the that was the one thing I, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't get on board with. Which they would like, start rambling about what they had for dinner last night. But some like of it was that. so like, funny. Like, depending on what mood, like sometimes I'd just die laughing. I'd be like crying laughing listening to that show. You know, yeah. I miss it. But, you know, I'm glad you're doing this, dude. And honestly, man, applauds, applauding you. You're Thank really you. falling into this very well. Uh, I've like binged so many of your episodes recently and I'm like, just seeing your progression appreciate that and like just this and like the people you're having on uh i remember in the maximum driftcast days everyone's like dude can you have like more pro-am guys or whatever and you went even further you're getting people like me on who are just like drift guys you know so you have ryan sage on and you'll have me on it's like dude the guy last really week cool. garrett or well before drift hq podcast yeah with uh, the seven yeah garrett, yeah he's he just hit me up randomly. That's what I love. Yeah. Because yeah. the nobody people, they've got the best fucking he's stories. He's nobody, dude. man. Like, he's a drifter. You can tell. Yeah. He, like, went through it and, like, lit his car on fire a few times. I've done that. No, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll save that one for another podcast yeah, in I, the future. For yeah, sure. no, we'll touch on that later. But, yeah, man, like, I, I really like your the direction you're going with this, dude. It's like, I feel like your past few like handful of episodes have really pulled together strong, man. You got something. And when you got Ryan Sage on here, that's saying something, dude. So like, this is great. I hope you keep doing this. This is a long game too. When it comes yeah. to, you know, sponsors and all that, like it's a long game. The longer you do it, 
more credible you are, the better it gets, man. And like, I appreciate you're that. Just, you're a real drift dude. Like, if I wasn't competing, I'd probably have a car just like yours, man. Like, yeah. It's just such a sick setup. Like, well, shameless plug, if you want to continue to see the podcast, grab the merch, hit the subscribe button, because that's the best way dude, the for cat, this to keep going. This I don't make I don't make any money off of this podcast right now. Absolutely zero. Everything that it makes just goes funneled right back into it, plus the money I make on my day job. You deserve to make something off this, and I hope you do very soon. Uh, drifting wasn't financially rewarding to me for a very long time. Yeah. So, which that was never really my goal either with this. I like, same. I genuinely just want more people in drifting. I oh, want yeah. the sport to grow. Dude, it's growing so fast right I, now. I like, did you see, uh, the post I shared on Facebook and put it on my store on Circle Drift Story? Maybe yesterday. what was it? Uh, Driven Luck circuit that's coming out oh i did see in that. alabama whoa brian alabama is that the it's does gonna, he own a drag strip or something i think i've no his name's you, you know cory dillard cory dillard he has the rb20 s14 okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was pink okay. and now it's like silver i think yep yep uh yeah they're building uh what will be probably the most jdm style track anywhere in the country does it that sweeper turn does it have like elevation to it it looked like it had i'm gonna cut this part out (laughs) Corey will be on soon but again if you do want to see the full length podcast check out patreon that's what's up man yeah yeah dude drifting's in a very magical spot right now um it's we're in it's in the make it or break it moment i think yeah and it's weird to say that with how good it's been doing and uh a lot of these aftermarket parts companies I believe a lot of them are doing really well, but they're shelling out a lot. But if there's not the people getting into it to mm-hmm. really, for example, make you, it keep going, you're shelling out right now. You're not, you don't have anything coming in because you love, yeah. Yeah, you know, one is... day it could be rewarding. And like, that was my thing. I was like, I end up making nothing off this. I'm cool. Cause this is what I love doing. Like the first time I drifted a car, I was like, this is the most fun I can have in a car. I also grew up watching WRC Rally. Peter Solberg was my guy. Okay. WRX, yeah. baby. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> man. This is like this straight cut gear transmission. Those are so cool. So I love like Rally, but yeah, it's the most fun you can have in a car, dude. And like, you know, it, it's, you have to treat it like a business, like anything, you know? And like, that's how like this should be. And you, we're in a world now where like you are, a necessity to drifting for like sharing information and people to like mm-hmm. i mean where would you're like the news you're the news the, the not news in a bad way to like, drifting, yeah. <laughs> but like think about back in the day like you had media mm-hmm. they we needed to have media so we know what's going on in the world and that's what podcasts are well the way i see it is like it's it's just garage talk like it's just mm-hmm. like sitting in the garage with all of your buddies sitting around and have a conversation about cars so what? It, whenever you first learned about drifting, what the fuck did you do? You sat there and talked to somebody about drifting to understand what it was. Or you sat there on YouTube doing your own research, whatever. So I think it's kind of like the median ground between content creators of like entertainment stuff, which doesn't, it shares a little bit of knowledge, but you don't get the nitty gritty. Right. You don't absolutely. get the horror stories that happen to get you to the progression points. So that's why I wanted this to really show where people fucked up like as simple as that so we all fuck up especially in this sport it gets really bad yeah and like i 
I've gone three years now without drifting. And that's because I've put more into this than my car. My car will come at some point, but I want to make sure the sport grows so that I can continue to even be able to be in it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got to have a place to drive. You got to have interest in it to keep this machine going, you know, and there's just so much information now. Like whenever you hear Odie talk, I listen, like if he's talking, I'm yeah. just like, Ooh, what's he saying? You know? Yeah. And like you learn stuff. Yeah. So well, we'll leave on that point. What yeah. is your absolute best piece of advice for anyone getting into drifting? Cause I think that's a good segue. Be careful who you take advice from. There's a lot of people out there giving advice that is not correct, sadly, but they're just trying to help. They're coming from a good place. Uh, just try to take advice from people who you see doing well. And then again, some people can be the best drivers in the world, but they cannot tell you how to drive. They're like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, it's just like second nature for those people. They oh, just, yeah. they just do it and they right. don't comprehend. You have to be able on. to communicate back and forth, like what yeah, they're doing yeah. in the fields and all that. Uh, just be careful who you take advice from so you're not, you know, pissing in the wind. Also, figure out what you want out of it. If you want to go to the com you know, competitive side and whatnot. And, you know, I tried to do different things. Like uh, my Corvette, I was going to do the Camaro diff. And it would have saved a lot of money over the quick change. But, yeah. you know, I'm like, instead of trying to be an innovator or whatever, the plans kind of shifted with that car. And I'm like, I'm building a prospect car. Like, screw it. I'm building a prospect yeah. car. Clutch kickers, hopefully we'll be back next year. But if not, it's, I think, no matter what, I'm all in on trying down the FD path. I'm all in trying down the FD path. Riverside, bro. Dude, They're I'm trying to go to that one. So much money. I know. I'm trying to go to the one in Salem, Indiana. Dude, thanks for having me on. This is amazing. I appreciate you coming I love, down. I love man. telling my story, up. man, and yeah, like sharing my knowledge. You know, most of us drifters are open books. So, you know, people message me and I just, hey, yeah, I don't know this or I know this. Like, just sharing my knowledge like others have done with me. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Well, hell yeah, bro. Keep doing this drifting podcast, bro. I'll it. keep it up. I need more Every podcasts. Sunday. Subscribe, hit the bell notification so you're updated with every episode. But uh, did you have any sponsors you want to shout out? Uh, yeah, dude. Holly Performance, Rocket Racing Wheels. Those guys are awesome. They've really helped me out a lot. Uh, those are, they're all car guys that work there, too. They're just us yeah. that work at Holly. So it's really cool. And uh, Solvent Division, uh, he is making drift cars beautiful again in Birmingham, Alabama. Sick. He really is, man. Like There's some killer... If you want a really nice paint job, like he's your guy. It's not cheap, but it's totally worth it. Mm -hmm. Like, just take two body kits with you and just have them paint them all so you can, yeah, like, listen. That go. way you're prepped and ready to go. Yeah, man. Solid Division, uh, Atlas Appliance Repair in Birmingham. If you're in Alabama and you have an appliance that needs to be repaired, contact Atlas Appliance Repair. Those guys are awesome. They fix my stuff, my parents' stuff, my in walls' appliances. It's so hard to get appliances in today's world. So, check them out. Who else we got? Boozer Bill. If you have a Land Cruiser, that he is a Toyota genius. And yeah. I've met him in high school and we're still boys today. He's amazing. Whenever I can't fix something or whatever, I take it to him. He's the guy. Boozer Bill, Birmingham, Alabama. Check him out. Dude, I think I'm forgetting people, man. Scott at Grip Royal always like takes care of me Scott's with the wheels. Scott's coming on soon. Scott's so dude, that dude. guy could probably go 10 hours with you. Oh, dude. I, like, yeah, I know. Scott at Grip Royal. Mike, good people. people. You guys are great, uh, dude. Well, I'm sorry, I'm probably forgetting people. But, 
Yeah, man. There's... No worries. Yeah. Thanks, well, guys, for I sure support. do. I appreciate you coming on. This was a fantastic episode. Uh, I'm sure you guys, if you want to see the full length, I'm going to make sure that this one is a little bit shorter for YouTube. If you want to see the full length, go to Patreon and join there and you'll get the entire uncut podcast so kick this guy a couple bucks don't feel bad about it man. it's like, six dollars a month it's cheap yeah, like, as balls it would add up quick and like this dude's the real deal man he was drifting and what he's doing is good for our community and uh bro you're killing it man like you're like you hit you. like you broke through you're spacex you just broke through the atmosphere and you're going to space now dude like for <laughs> real like you are really i feel like you got over that hard hump that's like so hard to break through and like dude i've experienced with my own like youtube it's tough dude but like i think you broke out like i think you're it's just gonna keep growing dude well thank you i really appreciate that a lot shit's hard behind the scenes and nobody sees it but for sure i'm always gonna keep it going so i love it with that being said uh go ahead and hit the subscribe button and if you don't mind grab some of the new merch this will only last until the end of july uh, and then, of course, we will have a new job after that. But uh, if you can't do that, I completely understand. Just watching the podcast itself is amazing to me. So um, that's pretty much it. I will see you guys next week uh, for another episode every Sunday. So peace. peace. Ah, yeah, let's go. See you guys. <laughs> see you. I love your sign off. They said that I couldn't do it, so I wouldn't did it. W's only, you know I've been winning. Top of the world, the globe is spinning, spinning. If you know, you know I've been on a what mission? Mission. Okay, let's get it. Got a little time on my hands, like a wristwatch. I don't got time for the breaks and the pit stop.